Welcome to the Faith Lift Radio Podcast, where doubt is destroyed and your faith is lifted. Here's today's message from Dr. Glenn. Well, are you ready to go back into the Word today? Let's open our Bible once again to the book of Romans. All right, the book of Romans, chapter 8. That was our foundational text yesterday. And then we're going to use that as a stepping stone to give you some keys today. Now, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this, your wonderful people. That they've got ears to hear, mind to understand, and heart to receive the word of the living God. Eyes to see the treasures of God's word. Lord, help me to convey the word in all its simplicity to your people. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Let's go to Romans, the eighth chapter. And we're going to read from verse 9. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. Paul is speaking to us, and this is Pauline theology. All right, he says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Number one. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is not of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11 now. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you. Second time. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Three times Paul is trying to get you to be aware and conscious of the fact that you, ladies and gentlemen, all right, are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Why, Paul? Well, let's come down to verse 14. But as many, or for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit in order for us to be led by the Holy Spirit. Come on, say that with me one more time. Say, I am indwelt by the Holy Spirit to be led by the Holy Spirit to be fed by the Holy Spirit. When I'm led, I'm fed. Can you say amen? When he guides me, he will provide for me. Say that with me. When he leads me, amen, when I'm led, I will be fed. When he guides, he will provide. Can you say amen? Glory to God. So you've got to be established in that. Now, I want us to look at a couple more scriptures today. Let's go to... Uh, Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27, and then we're going to go to Isaiah 48. All right, <clears throat> let's go to Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. <coughs> By the word candle, write the word lamp. Or write the word light bulb. The spirit of man is the light bulb, the lamp. God will lead you by the light bulb in your spirit. Praise God. Can you say amen? Searching all the inward parts of the belly. So God, say that with me please. God will lead me by my spirit. Now, say this with me. 
the Holy Spirit in my spirit will guide me. Say this with me. The Holy Spirit will guide me by my spirit. Amen. By my spirit man. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to look at Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48, please. And I want you to see something here. Isaiah 48. We're going to read from verse. Hallelujah. Verse, let me see. Verse 17. Isaiah 48 and verse 17. It says, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Do you want a strong prayer life? Does your prayer life frustrate you? Do you want to know how to spend one hour with God but don't know how to pray for one hour? Well, I have the answers to your question. You need to get my book, Prayer Coach. Prayer Coach will lead you into a productive and powerful prayer life. Call 502-523-4407 or go to my website, glenorecchion.org. Call 502-523-4407 or go to glenorecchion.org. You need to get my book, uh, Prayer Coach. Now, who is this? Who is the Lord your Redeemer? That's Jesus. Who is the Holy One of Israel? Jesus. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. Now, by this verse, 17, I want you please to write this down. Jesus is committed to leading you. I want you to write this down. So, by verse 17, Isaiah 48, these are powerful verses that you need to underline in your Bible. And you need to be aware of these verses, and you need to confess them and pray them. He said, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Come on, lift up your hand and say, say this with me. Jesus, my Lord, my Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. He said what? I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. So lift up your right hand with me right now and say this with me. Jesus, my Lord, my Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, He is the Lord, my God, who teaches me to profit. Folks, God is not in the loss business. He's in the profit business. The very first words out of the mouth of Elohim to humanity was be fruitful and multiply. So he is committed to your profit. He has engaged himself for you to make a profit. All right. I'm the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to make profit, which leadeth thee by the way that you should go. So here's the deal. The prophet is dependent upon you being led in the right way. Now, if you don't go the right way, you're not going to make a profit. You're going to make a loss. And unfortunately, many believers today are living life at a loss. Losing money, loss of peace, loss of health. Why? Because they did not track with the leading of the Lord. Now, Look at the next verse, verse 18. Oh, you know, that's not a good thing. 
when the Lord looks at you and say, oh, or someone looks at you and say, uh-oh, oh, that you, that thou hast hearkened to my commandment. One Bible, I believe it is the um, message Bible says, if only you had listened to my voice, you're not making any profit. You're not getting a headway in life. You're not getting ahead in life because you didn't listen to my voice. Oh, if you had only listened to my commandments, then had your peace been as a river and your righteousness as the waves of the sea. Thy seed, amen, also had been as the sand and the offspring of thy bowels like the grave, uh, the gravel thereof. His name should not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. Are you listening? That's heavy, heavy hanging on your head. If you do not listen to the voice of God, your seed will be cut off. Now, I don't know how many times people make decisions for their kids, not based upon the voice of God, but what seem right in their own sight, and then the seed are cut off. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to write this down. I want you to write this down and never forget this. To go forward without God is to go backwards in life. Did you hear that? To go forward <coughs> without God is to go backwards in life. You make decisions without the leading of the Lord. You're not going to go forward. You're going to go backwards. That's why the Lord said, if you only had listened to me, none of this garbage would be happening to you. And then you come down to verse 27. And they thirsted not when he led them through the desert. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He claved the rock also and the waters gushed out. Are you listening to me now? So, he's committed for you to make a profit. He's committed to your prosperity. He's committed to you having a good position in life. But you've got to listen to his voice. Now, let's go to 2 Samuel. I want to show you this now. 2 Samuel, chapter 5. We're going to read verse 17. This is after the great man David was anointed. And the Bible says in verse 17, But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David. And David heard of it. And he went down to the hold. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. But now look at verse 19. I want you please to underline the next five words, next six words in verse 19. And David inquired of the Lord. I want you please to underline that in your Bible. David inquired of the Lord. Yes, he was anointed. Yes, he was established. But he did not take it for granted. He didn't say, well, I'm the king now. I'm anointed now. Let me go into my war room 
and check with my war cabinet, with my ministers, to see how we're going to deal with the Philistines. No, verse 19 says, David inquired of the Lord. He went down into the hole. Right? He separated himself to seek God. How did he seek God? He inquired of the Lord, saying, now, what I want you to do here by the word saying, write this down. He posed question to God. Shall I go up to the Philistine? Will you deliver them into my hand? Now, look at the next few words. Look at the next few six words again. And the Lord said unto David. Now, you need to connect these two. All right, like I said, you, you connect, you, you underline the first six words. In verse 19, and David inquired of the Lord. Six words. And David inquired of the Lord. Then it says, and the Lord said unto David. David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said unto David. Now, how did he inquire? He posed questions. So how will you... Do your inquiries by posing question to God. And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. And David came to Baal Perezim. I want you please to underline in your Bible. And David smote them there and said, the Lord has broken forth. I want you please to underline the word broken forth. Upon my enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perezim. I want you please to write this word down. Baal Perezim literally means Lord of the breakthrough. Lord of the breakthrough. Now there cannot be any breakthrough without the voice of God. There cannot be any breakthrough without the leading of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? If you want to experience breakthrough, you have, ladies and gentlemen, to be listening to his voice. Verse 22. And the Philistines, now, notice now, he, he's got the victory. He called the place, the name of the place, Baal Perizim, which means Lord of the Breakthrough. Now, that's in verse 20, but now let's come down to verse 22. And the Philistines came up again and spread themselves one more time in the valley of Rephaim. Look at verse 23 again. And when David inquired of the Lord, he didn't say, well, bless God, you, you already told me, and I already got the breakthrough, I'm going to do it again. No, 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 no. He did not take it for granted. He went back into the hole, and inquired of the Lord. He said, <clears throat> and he said, again, notice the words, he inquired, and God said, thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come up upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be that when you hear the sound of a going in the top of the mulberry trees, then thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord had commanded him and smote the Philistines from Geba until thou cometh unto Gezer. Two situations. 
The first situation, David inquired of the Lord in reference to the Philistines. And the Lord said, yeah, go ahead, pursue. And God delivered them into his hands. And when they came up again, David did not make the assumption. One of the reasons why we experience failure in life is because we just assume things. Are you listening? Don't ever make any assumption. I want you please to write this down. Assumption will lead you to deception and destruction. Did you hear that? Assumption will lead you to deception and destruction. Are you listening? He went before God. And again, you see now, he inquired of the Lord and the Lord said, he is a speaking spirit. God is a speaking spirit. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Lift up your hands right now and say with me, my God is a speaking spirit. You, you are a speaking spirit. And your God, in whose image you have been made, is also a speaking spirit. Can you say amen? Now, <clears throat> I want you to write this down before I give you the keys today. Anytime you make a decision by yourself, and don't do what David did. Are you listening? Anytime you make a decision by yourself, and like we discovered yesterday, Elimelech made a decision by himself and the price was too much to pay. He paid with his life and the lives of his sons. Are you listening? And Naomi says, do not call me Naomi. Call me bitter. When you miss God, when you miss the voice of God and you make decision by yourself, I can guarantee you, Life will be bitter. Did you hear that? So anytime you make a decision by yourself, it will lead to dilemma, death, destruction, despair, and delay. Let's say it again. All right? I'm going to add another word here. Anytime that you, the believer, you're not led by the Holy Ghost, but you make a decision by your own self, by your own limited self, it will lead to a dilemma, to distress, to death, to destruction, to despair, and of course, delays. If you miss God, it will lead into delay. When you do things by your own hands, you delay your destiny. When you are hasty, listen to me very carefully here. Why are so many people hasty? Because they desire to obtain the result quicker. But when you are hasty in your desire to get a quick answer, what most people do most of the time is to delay and deter their own destiny. All right. Hope that makes sense to you today. Now, listen to me very carefully here, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to write this down. I'm going to give you 
about four keys today. Write this down. If you take things for granted, David didn't. You just read in 2 Samuel two instances. He did not take it for granted. He went before God. If you take things for granted, things and circumstances will take you for granted. Let me say it this way. If you take things for granted, things and circumstances will take you for a rough ride. You hear me? Did you hear me? You need to write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12. And you will see the same thing being said in Proverbs 16. Proverbs 14 and verse 12 says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man. Yeah, it seems right unto the man. But the end, aha, thereof are the ways of death. That tells you that way which seems right to you is the way of death. Why? Because when you make a decision, you only know what's in the beginning. You don't know what's in the end. You don't even know what's in the middle. Are you listening? Proverbs 16 and verse 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So Proverbs 14, 12 and Proverbs 16, 25, they say exactly the same thing. You think God's trying to get your attention? This is why we're saying to you, point number one, if you take things for granted, things and circumstances will take you for a rough ride, will take you for granted and cast you by, <coughs> by the wayside. And I don't want to be cast by the wayside. I want you to do this. I'm going to try to show you this if I... Hopefully that you can see it on, on the screen. Let me see if I can do it on my iPad. Let me see if I can do it on my iPad. I will show it to you. Are you listening to me now? I'm going to try and do it on my iPad. Glory to God forever. Somebody say glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to show you something here. Hello, everyone. I am Glenn O'Reckon. I'm so glad that you are listening to my podcast. If you want to deepen your understanding of God's Word, all you've got to do is go to my website. There'll be many articles to bless you there. And you can also follow me on social media. You can connect with me on Facebook when I teach live on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday when I'm not traveling. So join me on Facebook. Join me on YouTube. But I'm so glad that you are listening to my podcast. When you go to my website, there will also be many books that are available to you that will change your life. All you're going to do is go to glenorechion.org. Now, if you need prayer, call 502-523-4407, and we are ready to pray for you. All right. This is a triangle. The bottom is the beginning of your life. Right? And the top, the pyramid, is the ending of your life. So the bottom line is 0 to 10 years old. The second line is 10 to 20. Third line is 30 to 20 to 30. 40, then 30 to 40. Now notice that at the bottom of the, at the bottom 
the base of it, of the triangle, you've got a lot of room for movement. But when you get to the top, the higher you go up in age, the less movement you've got. The less movement you've got. It goes like this. Which means, which means what? When you get into your 40s and 50s, it's getting narrower and narrower. That means the mistakes that you made in your 20s, in your, when you were a teenager, you can't make the same mistake now. And some people keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. Some, some ladies keep making the same mistake over and over again. The mistake that they made as in their teenage years, they went with the wrong person. They're doing the same thing in their 20s. They're doing the same thing in the 30s. They're doing the same thing in the 40s. Are you listening? All right. And you keep getting into the wrong relationship. Are you listening now? And so what happens then? And you're saying, I'm waiting for the right man. No, you didn't wait for the right man. This is why you, you've been with everybody else. Are you listening? And now nobody wants to be with you. Are you listening to me? So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end, the end thereof. You can't make this mistake, man. You cannot make this mistake that you made in your 20s. All right? In your 20s, in your teenage years, and you're going up in your 50s, you're making the same mistake. You can't do that. This is why you need God. This is why you need God. Are you listening to me? All right, now. So if you take things for granted, things and circumstances will, life will take you for granted. Life will cast you in the wayside and take you for a rough ride. Number two, which write is down. Very important. Number two, ladies and gentlemen. In order to be led by the Spirit, three crucial things are imperative. Three crucial things are imperative. Meditating upon the Word, being conscious that you are a spirit being, and praying in the Spirit. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. Key number two. If you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, three crucial things are important. Meditating upon the Word. Being conscious of the fact that you are a spirit being. Because He will lead you from within. The Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And then praying in the Spirit. You can't go beyond that, man. You've got to meditate upon the word. Now watch this. Look at Proverbs, the fourth chapter. Proverbs chapter four. Everybody knows this verse, this chapter. We quote it. But are you even listening to what he's saying? Proverbs chapter four. Look what he says here. My son, attend unto my words. What does that mean? Make it first place. Incline your ear unto my what? Saying. When you meditate upon the Word, ladies and gentlemen, the Word will begin to say things to you. The Word will begin to speak to you. 
the word will be ignited in your spirit. That's what you call a rhema word. That's what you call a quickened word. How many of you, you may have been driving down the road, all right, and, and you're, going, you're thinking about a situation and all of a sudden this verse pops into your mind. This verse pops out of your spirit, man. Well, what was that? That is a saying. That's the word saying to you, talking to you, telling you what to do. That's what you call a quickened word, a life-giving word. But if you did not meditate upon the word of the living God, some of us would spend the day, night, and day watching the news. Are you listening? You meditate upon Twitter. You meditate upon Facebook. You meditate upon Instagram. You meditate upon the news. And you wonder why when you are in a situation, all right, that nothing pops up to uh, out of your belly. Why? Because you it's called gigo, G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. Are you listening? But good in, good out. You put the word in, the word will come out. Glory to God. So you've got to meditate upon the word. Not this, well, you know, I just read my one chapter a day. I ain't going to help you. All right? Not in the long run. You need more than one chapter a day. And some people say, well, I just have one verse a day. I just read one verse a day. Well, wonderful. But it's not good enough, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to get that word into your spirit. I mean, you and I, we've got no excuse today. We're living in the 21st century. You can have the Bible. Because some of you say, I just can't read. Every time I read, I fall asleep. Okay? You can go on YouTube. <coughs> excuse me, and have the Bible being read to you. Are you listening to me now? Can you say amen? So if you meditate upon the word, the word will mediate for you in a situation. Are you hearing me, saints? Can you say amen? So, let me see again. Key number two. In order for you to be led by the Spirit, three crucial things are imperative. You've got to be constantly meditating upon the Word. Be ever conscious that you are a spirit being and that He will lead you from within and pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues. Give ample times to praying in the Spirit. Can you say amen? So you want to write this down. Once you begin to meditate upon the word, the word will begin to speak back to you. Can you say amen? And he will speak to you in your spirit. Praise God. That's why you got to keep praying in the Holy Ghost. The more you pray in the Holy Ghost, the more you make your spirit sensitive to the voice of God. Say that with me. The more I pray in the Holy Ghost, the more I make my spirit sensitive, amen, to the voice of God. Number three, I want you to write this down, please. <clears throat> you want to be led by the Holy Ghost, engage the prayer of inquiries. Did you hear that? Engage the prayer of inquiries. David inquired of the Lord. Lord, shall I pursue? Will you deliver them into my hands? He posed questions. Learn to ask questions. 
You do not qualify for answers if you do not ask questions. So, Lord, what do I do here? What do I do here? Ask God short questions. Are you listening? That merits a one-word answer. Shall I pursue? Pursue. Will you deliver them into my hand? I will. Go. So, you've got, number three, to engage the prayer of inquiries. Can you say amen? He inquired of the Lord. So, you go to God and you begin to pray in the Spirit. You go into your closet. You go into your prayer room and begin to pray in the Spirit. And you walk around, you walk the floor and say, God, what do you want me to do here? Oh, Spirit of God, now tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. What is it, Lord? What is it, Lord? What is it, Holy Spirit? What do you want me to do here, Holy Spirit? How do I get out of here, Holy Spirit? How do I pay this debt? How do I pay this debt? And you pray in the Spirit and listen. You inquire and you listen. It says, David inquired and the Lord said. David inquired and the Lord said. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he was speaking to you. He was speaking to your heart. Now, look, at, look in your Bible again. Let me remind you this. <clears throat> Proverbs 20 and verse 27, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching, searching, searching all the inward parts of the belly. That's what I'm doing when I'm praying in tongues, man. That's what I'm doing when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm making, I'm, I'm engaging them the prayer of inquiries. Look at Psalm 77 and verse 6. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search. You can see now. Look at this now. Psalm 77 verse 6 says, My spirit made diligent search. Proverbs 20 verse 27, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching, searching, searching all the inward parts of the belly. What's it looking for? Answers, my man. It's looking for answers. It's looking for keys that will unlock the door. Can you say amen? Now look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10. Hallelujah. It says, But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Can you say amen? Now put your hand on your belly and say with me, The answer is within me. The answer is within me. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is within me. So I ask questions. I engage, number three, the prayer of inquiries. Glory to God. I want to hear his voice. I want to hear his voice. Oh, I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I cast all my cares, all my worries, all my anxieties upon him, for he careth for me. Glory to God. Can you say amen? And then what I do next, glory to God, and say, God, what is it now? What is it, Holy Spirit? Oh, tell me now, Holy Ghost. Tell me now, Holy Ghost. And you stay quiet. And you do what David says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit makes diligent search. My spirit man, ladies and gentlemen, is a detective. 
detecting on the inside of me. Wow. Within the valves of my spirit, where is the answer? Where is the answer, Holy Ghost? Where is the answer? He'll speak to you. He will speak to you. So you engage the prayer of inquiries. He will give you direction. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? If you seek him, he will give you direction. Then number four, you pay, if you want to be led by the Holy Ghost, pay attention to the inward witness. Pay attention to the inward witness witness. Romans chapter 8 we've just read that. That has been our foundational text. Let's go there quickly please. Romans in chapter 8. <clears throat> Look in your Bible please. Romans in chapter 8. Look in your Bible. Thank you Jesus. It says this. Romans 8 praise the Lord. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I love my Bible. It's all marked up. Glory to God. Can barely see anything. Amen. Hallelujah. All pen. All right. Praise God. Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse uh, uh, 17. Amen. Look at verse 17. Well, 14 first. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, look at verse 16. For <clears throat> the Spirit bears witness with our spirit. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Spirit bears witness in your spirit man. Okay? That's Romans 8 and verse 16. Now, I want you please to write this down. The inward witness of the Spirit is an inward knowing. You just know that you know that you know. Now, watch this. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says, But you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. You just know. You just know. Your head doesn't know nothing about it, but your spirit does. Glory to God. Can you say amen? 1 John chapter 5, I'm going to read verse 6, the last portion. It says, And it is the spirit that bears witness, because the spirit is truth. You know it because it's truth on the inside of you. And you will know, that's, that's true, that's not good. That's good, that's not good. See, this is why you've got to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have ever met somebody, and when you were shaking the hand, they were smiling at you, but there was something on the inside of you that tells you, there is something wrong with that guy. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something dubious about this fella. Now, what was that? That's the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Okay? How many of you have ever heard something in church or you hear a guy preaching and it didn't sit well with you? How many of you have ever been in a situation? All right? And you met people and like, eh, right? Eh, eh, eh. That ain't right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's because... The Holy Ghost, the all-knower, the all-knowing is letting you know that is not good. That's not the truth. That is not the truth. Are you listening? I don't know how many times I've gotten myself out of problem. This is why I told you. This is why I tell people, do not disturb my peace. 
Because if you allow people to disturb your peace, ladies and gentlemen, you shut down your antenna. Amen. You shut down your antenna. And when your antenna is shut down or not in the right position, then you can't pick up. Then you allow yourself to be deceived. This is why you've got to protect your peace at all points. You've got to learn to be calm. Cut off people if they need to be cut off. I have no problem cutting off people. Are you listening? I have no problem cutting off people that upsets my peace. Are you listening? Because I want to be in a place where I hear the voice of God. I want to pick up on that still, small voice. Are you listening? And you've got to get into the place of peace. Be still. And know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I am happy. You know, I I spend about 95% of my life by myself. Are you listening? In a room. Are you listening? In a hotel room. There's nobody there because I'm always on the road traveling and preaching. So it's quiet and peaceful. There's worship going on. There's prayer going on. I need quietness. Lord, what do I do now? What do I do now? Amen. Let me show you one verse quickly before I finish. <clears throat> if you want to hear the voice of God, this is what you got to do. This is why you don't let anybody, anyone play with your peace. Look in your Bible, please. Look in your Bible. Glory to God. You shall be led forth with peace, the Bible says, and you shall be led forth with joy. All right? I want you, I want you to see this. Look in your Bible, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30, please. Let's go to verse 29. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 29. You shall have a song as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept and gladness of heart, not bitterness of heart, not anguish of heart. He says, you shall have a song in the night. Oh, hallelujah. You begin to sing and give God praise. You have promised you will never fail me. I will hang on you. I will hang on you. You have promised you will never fail me. Your faithfulness. Is forever sure. Your faithfulness is forever sure. You shall have a song as in the night when the holy solemnity is kept. Amen. And gladness of heart. Not anguish of heart. Not bitterness of heart. Amen. Gladness of heart. As when one goes with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord to the mighty one of Israel. Now look at this now. When you have a song in the night and gladness of heart. Look at verse 30. And the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. When will the Lord cause his glorious voice to be heard? When you have a what? A song in the night. Amen. And you have gladness of heart. Can you say amen? And the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard and shall show the lighting down of his arm. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? And then verse 31 for through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down. 
Well, what, what, what's the prerequisite? You got to have a song in the night. Amen. You got to have gladness of heart. Thank you, Lord. Can you say amen? You quieten your mind. You quieten your flesh. Amen. And you pray in the spirit. Glory to God. And you worship God until your flesh subsides. Until your soul, your busy, busy, busy mind subsides. This is why. Get away from the phone. Get away from WhatsApp. The secret to the supernatural is fasting. Fasting will fast forward your destiny and take you to realms that you have never been before. I want to recommend my book to you, 101 Benefits of Fasting. That book will give you the mechanics and dynamics of fasting. Call 502-523-4407 or go to my website, glenorecchion.org. Call 502-523-4407 and get the 101 Benefits of Fasting. This is why I put my phone most of the time on do not disturb. I don't want to be disturbed. Are you listening? I figured life is more important to hear from God than to hear about other people's belly aching. Are you listening? So I keep my spirit in tune. I pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on, pray with me right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. He's never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. Jesus' blood has never failed me yet. Are you listening? You just sing little worship songs. You have gladness of heart. And then the voice of the Lord, he shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. When you hear the glorious voice of God, the next thing that you will experience is the glory. The glory will be part of your life. My, 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 my. Can you say amen? I ask God questions. Oh, me, cousin, Lord, what do I do here? Where do I go here? Shall I go here? Do I do this? And check my inward witness. In the Old Testament, they had the Urim and the Thummim. Are you listening? These were lights. It's like having green light, red light. Green light, red light. And you'll know it. Sometimes when you have to make a decision, uh-oh, red light. No, can't do that. It sounds good, but I can't do that. But at other times, it doesn't sound good at all, but I've got a green light in my spirit. And you do it. Glory to God. You know, my wife, uh, I was talking to her the other day. Now, she prays a lot. She spends time fasting and praying. And we were talking about somebody. And she said to me, this is what this person is doing. All right. I didn't say anything. I just listened. All right. Come to find out, that's exactly what that person was doing. Now, how? Do you know that? Well, you know it by the Holy Ghost. You know it by the Holy Ghost. He is the one that will give you answers. Can you say amen? My, 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 my time is up today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith Lift Radio Podcast. For more information about Dr. Glenn and how to offer your financial support, Log on to glenarecchion.org.